0: Hello, hello, how are you doing? Welcome to Beautiful After Abuse here on Beautiful Start Podcast. I am your host, Antoinette, and I have a question for you all. How have you been treating yourself? I will give you a second, a few seconds actually, to think about it. Well, I hope you've been treating yourself like royalty with respect. Made choices this week that is in the best interest for you, you know, yourself and your family. I hope that all the goals you set up for yourself that you've been following through with. I hope that you've been working on yourself Because the small changes over time Develop into long-term changes And if you have not Remember, it's a new day Okay, I'm going to say that again It's a new day Okay if you don't feel good about yourself or your life or the relationships you in, you have the power to change it. I'm going to say that again. You have the power to change it. You have the power to change it. You have the power to change your life. So basically, today's episode we are going to do what to expect when going into a shelter and this is part two because i definitely have a youtube um channel um beautiful star youtube channel where i put what to expect when going into a shelter part one so if you feel as though like you want to listen to that before um listening to this um podcast you are more than welcome to definitely listen to that but if not you could listen to this and then um after you listen to this you can um refer back to that video because it's definitely a lot of information that I provided because we all know that well I'm I'm not going to assume anybody know anything so I'm going to take that back but basically um Sometimes there are misconceptions about what it's like to live in a shelter, a domestic violence shelter, especially when you're coming from a place of self-sufficient, when you're independent, where you make your own money, you pay your own bills and, you know, now you have to rely on someone else or maybe you don't have no money and you have to start all over again. I definitely um, gave some tools that could definitely um, be utilized in You know that transition Going from you know having your own Or you having your own And being in a a domestic violence relationship So I have to also stress that Is because the reason why you're going into a shelter Is so that you can be safe That's the number one thing Is that domestic violence shelters Are safe They're not going to place you next door to your abuser, they're gonna place you as far away as possible. And that's what you need to definitely understand is that number one first and foremost is that you're safe. And I'm gonna just assume that everyone hasn't watched the um YouTube video that I put for part one of this. Um so I'm just gonna assume that, you know, you haven't listened to it. So that's the number one thing is that it's safe. It's a private location Your information is confidential It's, you know You can't see You know what I'm saying Like if you're in a domestic violence relationship It's not broadcast to anybody that's walking by it It'll look like it's just a regular residential building So that's something that I also stressed in the first video But I have to, you know Let you guys know Because everyone who listens to my podcast Don't necessarily listen to, you know Um my YouTube channel. So I just had to stress that because safety is more, the most important thing. And that's the reason for going into a domestic violence shelter to ensure your safety, whether you are going, you know, alone or individually, or if you have a family, if you have children. So that's basically um, the goal. So I'm going to definitely um, continue on where I left off at. Because um, I I don't necessarily remember exactly where I left off at, but I'm definitely going to start off by saying that the shelter does provide you with things that you may need, such as food. Um, some they give you clothing um, in reference to toiletries, anything like of that sort. Because you know, when leaving a domestic violence relationship, sometimes you're leaving it and you don't have any other things to kind of um you don't have nothing. You know what I'm saying? Maybe one day, you know, this person just wild out and just beat your ass and you just like tired of it and you just gonna get up and leave and although that is your apartment, you decided to go. And to know that, you know, there are places out there that are willing to help you. You know what I'm saying? And another thing that I want to, another thing that I want to, because I know that sounded a little bit far away, is to discuss, well, not really discuss, but to put out there this number. You know what I'm saying? Because I understand that I'm from the United States um, you know you guys probably from like different countries, different places, or whatever, but there is a free twenty four hour confidential national domestic violence hotline that you guys should call to see what resources within your radius, or they could refer you to different shelters this is one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three, and I'm going to definitely continue on with what I was definitely discussing is because you don't have to worry about food clothing um toiletries they will help you get that and if they don't have that accessible they definitely will refer you to services outside of that so that's something that you have to understand and then also with the sleeping arrangements they do provide beds you have you because like I was saying in the other video, like there's different types of domestic violence relationship where you could be in an actual apartment where you could have one bedroom, two bedroom, three bedroom, even four bedrooms, depending on how large your family is. You know what I'm saying? And you have like a refrigerator, it's just like a regular apartment, a stove to cook, you have your own personal bathrooms. And um, the only thing that you're doing is some. A lot of domestic violence shelters are. Um, they do have curfews. Most of them be like nine or ten o'clock during the weekdays. On the weekends, it could be midnight. And if you need an extension, like to like two, three. Let's say if you work a job. Let's say if you work overnight. And but you could provide a letter. To the shelter, stay in that oh well I work overnight or I work until 11 o'clock you know they are uh, they will accommodate that kind of um that kind of request because they understand that you're working and stuff like that and like I said in the other videos, no fee you don't have to pay any um you don't have to pay nothing to kind of like be in a shelter so it's absolutely free. So And I was always saying Stressing the fact that You can save your money You could kind of build something You know what I'm saying Because if you're in a shelter For six months six, six months To a year Or six months To two years However long it is It's fee Free Like you don't have to pay nothing You don't have to pay no rent None of that Let me drink some water You know I have to drink some water To keep my uh, Everything hydrated Yeah, so you don't have to pay absolutely nothing. So that's a that's a um, that's a plus right there. And um, I was saying like as far as the sleeping arrangements, like they provide beds. You know what I'm saying? Like if you have a a, a baby, they do provide like a crib, a pack and play. You know to accommodate that that for you and it's definitely not, it's going to be you know what you need you know what I'm saying you and you could keep your space clean you know what I'm saying you could make your your space in a shelter to feel like home and utilize your time you know what I'm saying like if you're not working why don't you pick up some type of hobby and then this hobby could develop into you making money. You know, like I was saying in the other video, this girl, she used to make hats. And so she used to make hats in her spare times. And some of the other women in the shelter would buy it. And then also she would set up like, you know, an online... Um, Store And sell it You know what I'm saying Do you have If you're in school And let's say If you're in school You had to take off Some time to deal with this Now you're in a safe environment You could kind of Go back to your goals Like set little goals While you're in here You don't have to Sit in here And just be like Oh well I'm just going to um, just sit here and be miserable and think about the past and be sad and be depressed. No, you give yourself stuff to do so you can alleviate your mind from the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Because um in my previous video, I talked about the cycle of abuse and how it is, and it's like sometimes when you're away, like I always say like when you leave a, a DV situation, it could be it could become you could be more dangerous leaving. You know what I'm saying And it could be like very detrimental And stuff and like that So, But to alleviate those thoughts And to know that okay well I'm in a safe environment I'm going to focus my energy On doing something positive Doing something that I like Versus thinking about Oh whether or not this this dude is going to find me Oh my god I done, The hood chick almost came out I was going to say something I was going to say something Because I'm very much hood, very, very much. (laughs) I was going to say. But knowing that this dude can't find me, that's something that you don't have to worry about. And in the first um, video, I talked about how, you know, if you have friends in common with this person online on Facebook, I I suggest, even when you're in the shelter, like, you know, it's. You know, you have uh, a support of people there, like you have your case manager, you have people on site 24 hours, such as uh, the security guard and residential aides and safety monitors, whatever they call it. you know, every shelter varies or what they call a staff that's 24 hours that's there to make sure that you're safe. You know, like I was saying, I used to go and talk to the security guard. Not necessarily about my problems, but just uh, just in general, just to to cope with the nightmares and to cope with the anxiety and stuff like that. Because you're going to feel like, oh, you want to go back to this person because you think that they're going to be the do You think that they're going to return back To the same person that they was You know what I'm saying Or you know you received an email or a message Or whatever the case may be And you having those thoughts But I want to tell you that You know That person is who he is And and that's a fact Drink my little water Because my voice be getting so dry I Like talking So, but you could talk, you know what I'm saying, like, vent that stuff, but you definitely want to give yourself something to do because if you have, like, a goal or a hobby or something like that, then your mind could be really focused on what you're doing. You know, a lot of people don't understand, like, someone who has never even experienced being in a domestic violence relationship, you know, outside a professional who actually, like, you know, read about it and did the research and actually end up, like, doing internship, you know what I'm saying, working directly with people who have, um, who are survivors or victims, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, a lot of people is not going to understand it. But um, I'm here to say that Yeah, give yourself some time To like um, Give yourself something to do You know If you're not working Try to find some part time work You know what I'm saying Figure out how you want your future to be You know These are the times to set goals And you know Set action plans Like you know When I work with Um some of the, my mentees or whatever You know, these are the things that I work with them on You know, it's, it's, it's very It's challenging, but it's doable You know, this is a traumatic situation A lot of people don't understand Like domestic violence is traumatic Tra- Very traumatic So traumatic that, you know The likelihood of you getting PDSD You know, that shit is high you feel what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, when you think of PTSD, a lot of people always associate that to like being in a war, like a lot of war veterans and, you know, they're diagnosed with that, but there are millions, millions who are diagnosed with that who's experienced domestic violence. So that's something, like, you could do your research. I always say that I'm not a licensed professional. I'm not a therapist I'm not a psychiatrist I'm a woman who is a domestic violence survivor Who mastered myself Who've done the research I've worked I also worked in domestic violence shelters That's why I'm able to come on here And speak about how it is Because firsthand, I've worked in it And I've also been in one You know what I'm saying So that's something to kind of like That's something to You know think about and stuff like that, and then also um they do have um a lot of the d v shelters do have like um laundry mat facilities where you could wash your clothes for like a half of what it costs. You know how much it costs to go to wash your clothes. They got their stuff marked down, and some some places are even free, you know what I'm saying. They provide you with um free meals You know like That's if you want to Do that or you could get just be Regular In society and um, Do what it is That you know you've been doing before You know what I'm saying You don't have to just do your laundry You could go out to the laundry mat or whatever And pay but you know They have that Accessible to you you know, also you, they have like some some of them be having like I was saying in the other video of how they have like child care on site. Like if you have children and you need babysitters, child care assistance is what they call it. that's the professional term for it. Um, they have that, you know, on site and something that you don't necessarily, you know, have to um, worry about. So I had to definitely You know Put that out there You know Because sometimes That's a fear Um Also like in. The first video I talked about how you know it's not traditionally how a shelter would be you know um they have like I was saying they have single rooms like let's say it was just you or just a child you know they have like twin beds or maybe a bed and a a crib you know it's like a some some hotels um offer rooms up to like you know the shelter and they rent that they rent that room out to the government and the government use that as a room for like, you know, domestic violence victims or whether or not if you go to a nonprofit organization, maybe they have their own buildings. But they genuinely have like if you have you might have your own like it's set up like a hotel room. You have like a big two beds, like twin full-size bed or one full-size bed. If you have a baby, you have a crib, they will provide a crib or a pack-and-play because, you know, you always want to make sure that your child is sleeping on their own. You never want to sleep in the same bed with your baby. I don't give a damn how lonely you feel, anxiety. Whatever you're going through, you always want to be safe. You always want to be safe. And you keep yourself safe, you keep your baby safe. But um, they do provide like rooms like that And then also some of the rooms have bathrooms in it And some of the rooms don't have bathrooms And where you share a bathroom with other people You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's set up like that And sometimes you have like uh, a shelter where it looks like a regular apartment so that's something I have to stress. It's not like your traditional thing where you're gonna be in a big ass warehouse looking like type shit, and it's gonna be like a hundred beds lined up, like it's like a, a um, like you know how, uh, like a reach not not the word retreat I'm looking for, but a relief center. You know how if it, it's been a hurricane or some crazy shit like some. I don't even want to say the word It start with a C Because I'm going to <laughs> My pronunciation is like <laughs> So I'm not going to say it But like you know a relief center Where it's like You go in there for relief And it's like, like little cots And each row is like 100 rows Because it's like a big ass warehouse type shit And everybody's like All together like that Like In most cases And I would say 99% of the time That's not how a domestic violence shelter Is set up But like I said I'm in the United States As far as countries I don't know how that works But I had gave out The National Domestic Hotline Number To you guys Which I am going to Give out again Just to make sure Because you know I want everyone to be safe like, you know, I'm I'm giving out this information via online, but you know, if you're going through some real time shit, you feel what I'm saying? I want you to be able to reach out to people who could definitely help you. And that's what's important. So this number is definitely it's twenty four hours and it's free. It's confidential. It's a national domestic violence hotline and it's one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three um getting back to what I was saying in reference to like the way the shelter is set up you know what I'm saying so I've I've worked in shelters as well but you know being on the end of working in it and then also being in the shelter because I could explain to you like being in the shelter like you know I've been in numerous shelters, because I I've expressed to you guys that I was that type of person who you know I wasn't educated or I didn't have anyone to mentor me or to kinda like discuss what will happen, you know what I'm saying, or what to expect. So I was just going on being in this relationship and just having highs and lows. You know what I'm saying? I would consider myself like if I would leave that situation, you know what I'm saying, and I'm I'm thriving, like I left the situation, got went to a shelter You know, was very active in there, you know, occupied my time, I used to go to school, I did like little, you know, workshops on the side to try to figure out, you know, try to create a career almost. You know what I'm saying? And then also, like, the staff helping me. Like, the staff definitely there was very resourceful. I had an amazing case manager who definitely, you know, helped me figure out certain things that I needed to to do. Like, figure out how to do certain things that I needed to do. You know what I'm saying? That's why, like, um, you know, I put that out there Um, as far as... um, My personal experience But however Even though that stuff was amazing It was some things when I was alone So you think about You know you do have A support system You do have all this stuff that's on staff But those times when you're laying down In the bed and you are You know you're not on your phone And you're just laying down And you're in the dark And you're just thinking about you just having mixed emotions You know At one hand You're thinking about The negative shit that this, Your abuser have done to you But then also on one hand You're thinking about The positive shit that Happened And it's like It caused you to have These mixed emotions Mixed emotions I had to correct that Mixed emotions about what you're going through Because at one hand you're like Oh I should hate this motherfucker But then on another hand It's like that aspect of yourself That's kind of like Trying to lie to yourself About how good this person used to be How he's going to revert back to where he was You know what I'm saying And those are the times And those are the things Like as far as the mental aspect Like becoming mentally strong and and being able to identify, you know, that that's deception because, you know, once a person hits you, once they go like, wow, you know, what I'm saying like it's one thing to have a healthy argument, you know, you, you can't help but to have conflict. You know what I'm saying? You want to do this, that person want to do that, but if somebody blatant you, putting you down, beating you, turning people against you, taking your money, controlling you, just trying to do things that's gonna really um, destroy your life. That's the, that's when you have to really analyze and put things into perspective. You know what I'm saying? Because it's one thing to kind of just have a argument. But argument that you guys can make up And move forward Nobody's perfect People have conflict But to blatantly be abused And to be targeted by Someone that you love That's a problem That is a, a problem And um, in those times It's like I wish There was someone online Like that Could give out tips and tools Like the video that I did Um to other beautiful after abuse video that I did I kind of highlight the cycle of abuse in terms of how that is you know what I'm saying because when you leave a relationship you best to believe that motherfucker is going to go hard trying to get you motherfucking back that's why I always say like yo deactivate your Facebook or delete some people who have friends you have friends in common with that person because it's like if he can't reach out to you then he's going to reach out to other people who who have access to you who he committed Manipulate into making them feel like, oh, you're the problem. So those are things that you know you you think about. You know what I'm saying? Then you strategically, you know, have a plan. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like it's just like being it's just like anything you like you you like. Let's say for an exit. Why am I? Let me you know. Let me drink some damn water because I'm getting I'm too excited. And it causes me I'm like over here stuttering and shit Stutter, stutter I had to drink this water I had my water in a beautiful Wine glass And it's just Oh my god This water is so good So good This water is absolutely amazing. You know, people everybody should be drinking water. I mean I drink soda, juice, all right. Let me not digress. Um but basically like, you know, You have to be able to just identify certain things that's in you That's going to make you go back to this person Or that's persuading you or making you feel like you need this person Because you don't need that person You know what I'm saying? It's a grieving process Like yo, you know for the longest I've dealt with the fact that I would never be with my child's father You know what I'm saying? After really, really making up my mind. Like, yo, I can't be with this person. Because he's going to destroy me. And I mean that, like, literally. You know, I don't really post that much footage on how deadly it could be. It's very deadly. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck if you knew this dude for, like, 10, 20, 30 years. On the 30th year, if he show you a different person, then that's the new person. Because remember, as we get older, as we age, we go through life experiences and we change our experiences, our education, our work, our friendships, how we interact with other people. You know, just a whole bunch of different things, even if we change into different of work. like I'm just making an example as far as the little things changes over time. you know what I'm saying And it's like if a person change and they put their hands on you then that's that's a dub as they would say it in the hood. <laughs> I'll be hearing these little kids say, oh, that's a dub, but like it's over. like you you can't lie to yourself and be like, oh, he's gonna go back to the way he was. You know how sweet? you know what i'm saying my abuser was you feel what i'm saying and it's like that shit is fake you feel what i'm saying like that person ain't never gonna be that same person never and you have to come to some type of realization of that it's either you or them you feel what i'm saying and it's like that's just what it is and um And I want um, you guys on this other end to understand that and not to be fearful of going into a shelter or even just having nothing and starting all over again. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wakes up and they be rich unless they born in some money. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're born in some money shit, your parents might be like, oh, hell no, you better fucking work for this shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to feel less than a human because you're in a shelter and you require certain services. Empower yourself. Utilize that to kind of like make you want to do better. Make you want to be a better person. And to own your shit. You know what I'm saying? Because if you own your shit and talk about all the fucked up shit that you've gone through... You know what I'm saying When somebody bring it to your faces I'm not telling you to go out there And tell all your motherfucking business to anybody You know what I'm saying I'm just saying like Nobody else can use that shit against you Because I know there's some women out there who had hundreds of thousands of dollars Or even thousands of dollars And you know worked a good job Or even had their own apartment Own apartment girl bye. Own apartment, own business <laughs> I Had to say own apartment I meant to say, talking about career You know the jobs and different things That you know you do And shit like that And you know having A person A dude, a man Destroy it and they have to start all over That shit is hurtful Like even you know what I'm saying If you trusted this person To pay all your bills You feel what I'm saying like And then come to find out you, you're gonna be evicted That's pretty much what my old The previous podcast Was about you feel what I'm saying It's like you, you gotta start all over And sometimes you know you, you just put that shame aside Sit down journal Write you know what I'm saying Just focus on you, love yourself, reengage with yourself. You know what I'm saying. Um, Meet the new you, but also re, like you know what I'm saying, reintroducing yourself to how you used to be because you was a person before you met this, your abuser. You know what I'm saying, and so that's something that you definitely have to um, know and understand. Um I'm gonna go over my list of things that I wanted to kind of do in reference to um this topic because it is what to expect when going into a shelter part two. And like I said, part one is on YouTube, you YouTube, um you go to YouTube, put beautiful start, you know what I'm saying, or you could put the title in, it will come up and I might um even put the link in the description box on this podcast um or maybe I I won't um but I discussed that and then also those who have pets you know what I'm saying so I know you know people have emotional pets people are bonded with their pets you know what I'm saying pets are a part of our family you know what I'm saying like sometimes when you can't talk to another person sometimes you talk to your pet You know what I'm saying? Sometimes your pet brings joy or happiness to you. You know what I'm saying? They do, a lot of the shelters... Some of them allow you to bring your pet You know what I'm saying Like if you're going to speak to a therapist They could kind of like write out You know I don't want to say a prescription But of a a note indicating that that's your emotional dog Or your companion dog I I forget the term that they use for it But you're allowed to have like a pet that's there Because you have like some type of mental or emotional dependence Or whatever the fuck this shit is You feel what I'm saying I don't know the right term. Maybe it's an emotional dog, emotional companion, pet, whatever. And if they're not, if they are a shelter that don't take your pet, they're willing to take your pet to a pet shelter, you know what I'm saying? then afterwards, you could kind of, like, reunite, you know what I'm saying? Um, So don't think that, oh, well, I don't want to leave my pet. I love my pet. You feel what I'm saying? You want to... Um, know that you know when you call that hotline That I put in you know you could kind of Inquire about like oh I got a dog Or I have a cat or I have a Whatever you have you know What I'm saying they'll accommodate that shit Or maybe you have a family member You know who's willing to watch your pet You know what I'm saying while you going to the shelter You know what I'm saying because you do have to be safe So that's something That you know I wanted to kind of like throw out there Because you know I know you know It's a lot of um People out there who have pets And the pets are their kids (laughs) So I just wanted to Put that out there But we come to the end of our show Beautiful Starts Podcast This episode Beautiful After Abuse And I want to also the hotline again because I always stress safety so this is a free 24-hour confidential national domestic violence hotline you know um, you could call this number 1-800-799-7233 now if you look listening to this on an anchor you could definitely leave a message there if you have a comment have a question in regards to this show Or you can email me directly At you At gmail.com B-E-A-U-T-I-F-U-L S-T-A-R-T Number 4 Letter U At gmail.com And the questions that Or comments that you answer I will definitely do a QA and a Or I will follow up um, Answering the questions Before introducing a new topic In the next week Um, So you could definitely do that Outside of that If you have any questions Probably outside of this show That you want to ask me You know as a new um, As a new Listener You could definitely email me And also when you receive When you leave an email You definitely get an email response Immediately Um, Saying, you know, um, letting you know that your question will be answered via um, the next podcast. And then also it shows other things um, that I offer um, to you. So you could definitely um, check that out. Um, We are on Instagram, on Facebook. And also, I do have a YouTube um channel that I post other videos in pertaining to the safety, domestic violence. Everything is geared to, towards domestic violence. I do um, do other things um, on there, but you can always tie it back to, you know, you being safe. And also building up your confidence because I know, like, being in a domestic violence relationship, like, yo, you could come out of it damaged, you know what I'm saying? But damaged goods, like, you could read you could go over, like, you could, you could come overcome this shit. This shit ain't the end or be or, you know. I have to <laughs> my cussing mouth. <laughs> if my moms were here, she would pop me in my mouth. But yeah. I digress But yeah Email Or leave a message Whatever the case may be I really appreciate you um, Also You could definitely Do a review You know what I'm saying um, And If you have like Apple Podcasts Or You know They have something Where you could kind of like Rate this um, This um, You could rate this show Cause my goal is For this to be Heard for everyone who's experiencing it or who's thinking about coming out of it Or if you are out of a domestic violence relationship And you, you know what I'm saying, you need extra support Like, you know what I'm saying So, um, definitely, share, 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 share this video Share, share it on your page Share it, you know what I'm saying Like, share it Share it um, also rate, 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 rate Because the more you rate it You know what I'm saying You comment, you know what I'm saying You don't have to leave your name and nothing, nothing But you could comment And so that we could get this out there Because my goal is I want more You know, women, men You know what I'm saying Anyone who's dealing with um, DV Or who just left the domestic violence relationship Who hasn't been in the domestic violence relationship For 10 years However long it is this is for anyone who's experienced it because I know how it's challenging and how, you know, this is really, you know, difficult, you know what I'm saying? Like, people who have never been in a domestic violence relationship will ever understand, you know what I'm saying, the mentality, the, the mental stuff, you know what I'm saying, the baggage. That, you know, one carry around, you know what I'm saying? And then essentially having to release it and starting all over. Knowing that you had a thriving ass freaking career and then all of a sudden you would just do it and you lose everything. And then now you have to start all over. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's doable. You can do it. I believe. I know you can start over and even have more. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to leave it at that. You guys have an amazing day. And you utilize the resources that I provided. And, yeah, all right, thank you.